This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, Pastor Rick continues in a series called 40 Days of Love. In these lessons, Rick looks into the Bible to help you better understand God's great love for you and to empower you to love others the way Jesus does. But first, in just a bit, we'll tell you how to get Pastor Rick's 40 Days of Love Bible Study with six video sessions and workbook. It's perfect for individual study and also great to do with a small group of friends. You can take a sneak peek by going to PastorRick.com while you listen. Or just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Here's Pastor Rick with the final part of a message called Love Matters Most. Now. Ephesians says this, the next verse. Live a life filled with love for others. There it is again. Following the example of Christ, who loved you and gave himself as a sacrifice to take away your sins. Now circle the word love and circle the word sacrifice and draw a line between them because if it isn't a sacrifice, it's not real love. You can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. If it isn't a sacrifice, it isn't real love. Love means giving up. It means I give up my agenda for your agenda. It means I give up my time for your time. It means I give up my preference for your preference. It means I give up what I'd rather do right now to do what you'd rather do right now. That is a sacrifice. That is love. Not all of the mushy kind of love you you hear on the radio and TV. Love is when I say, I'm going to sacrifice what I would like to do and my agenda and my needs for what you like to do and your needs and for what you want. The truth is, most of you here today are in time-starved relationships. You are in time-starved relationships. The best use of life is love. And the best expression of love is time. Why is it that we spend the least amount of time with those we love the most? Tell me the logic of that one. And work can rob you of your relationships. And hobbies can rob you of relationships. And TV and activities and any kind. Here's a poem written by a workaholic dad. I have a son who's five years old a boy so very fine, and when I look at him, it seems to me that all the world is mine. But seldom do I ever see my son awake and bright. I only see him when he sleeps. I'm only home at night. When I come home so weary in the darkness after day, my wife then says to me, You should have seen him play. So I stand beside his bed and I look and I ponder there and I wonder if he's dreaming. Why isn't daddy here? I want to recommend that starting tomorrow morning, you get up in the morning and you sit on the side of your bed and before you get off that bed, you say this, God, If I don't get anything else done today, I'm going to love you a little bit more and know you a little bit better 
And I'm going to love the people you've put in my life because that's what you put me on earth to do. And if I don't get anything else done today, I'm going to love you a little bit more. I mean, spending some time with him. And I'm going to love the other people in my life you put around me. And he's spending some time with them because the best expression of love is time. Because if at the end of the day you've done that, that day counted. On the other hand, if you didn't do any of that, spending, showing love in any way at all, you just wasted that day because God didn't put you on earth to mark things off your to-do list. Love is an action. Love means taking time. Love means making somebody else's agenda my agenda. I don't know if you saw this this week. It's a beautiful story. In the cover of uh, Friday's Orange County Register, right on the front page, here's a story of a 17-year-old straight-A honor student from uh, Dana Hills High School. He was headed to Harvard until he decided that people in a poor village in Africa needed clear water before he went to Harvard. And for a year, he had been planning uh, and convincing his parents to pay for his enrollment at Harvard University in a course on science and physics. And he actually turned in his application with a $5,000 deposit and was getting ready to go. But then he left for a two-week Saddleback Church peace trip. And he went to Rwanda. His mom was on that trip. He actually, she had been in three peace trips. While he was in Rwanda, he discovered a village that had no clean water, and the people were getting sick. And still not knowing what to do, he just told them, his heart was moved with love. He said, I will be back. 17-year-old kid, he goes, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but we're going to figure this out. I will be back. That's called faith. It's quite a long story, and it, it tells the story of uh, he comes back to Saddleback, and John introduces uh, Ian, this student, to a simple water purification tool. And Ian says, you got to go back with me to this village in Rwanda. And John goes, sorry, I don't have any money. I spent all my money going on the first peace trip. And Ian goes, I know where to get the money. I will pay for you with my deposit that I made to Harvard. And he convinces his parents, and the two go back to Rwanda. Now there's an entire village that has clean drinking water. And when he was asked why he made this loving sacrifice, this is the last sentence on the article, Ian said, Harvard can wait, but these people can't. Law number one, the best use of life is love. Law number two, the best expression of love is time. Number three, the best time to love is now. He didn't wait. The best time to love is now. Not tomorrow, not later, not someday, not one of these days, not when I get around to it, not soon, now. Whatever you intend to do with your life, do it now. If you have an opportunity to show love, do it now. You know, a couple weeks ago, I was doing a message and one of the points was on generosity. And remember, some of you remember I said, do your giving while you're living so you'll be knowing where it's going. In other words, I don't understand all these people say, I'm going to save all my money, and then when I die, I'm going to give it away to charity. Why, why do that? Why not, why not enjoy giving, get the joy of giving by doing it now? Whatever you're going to do, do it now. Give it away now. You get the joy, do your giving while you're living, then you're knowing where it's going. So 
If you want to do a little giving while you're living, I know where to put it, okay? I'll just tell you that. (laughs) Now, look at these verses. The Bible says, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone. Whenever we've got the opportunity, that means now. Look at the next one. Use every chance you have for doing, doing good. In other words, now. The Bible says, whenever you possibly can, do good to those who need it. Never tell your neighbor to wait until tomorrow if you can help them now. What am I saying? Never procrastinate in showing love. Don't delay, don't put it off, do it now. Question, who do you need to show love to today? Who do you need to go home after this service and make that phone call and share a word of encouragement and love? Or go home and write that letter or go home and make a visit to somebody in a, in a boarding care or a convalescent home or at the hospital. Who do you need to invite over in your backyard and have a barbecue with them and show some love? Who is it at your work that everybody can't stand because they're so obnoxious and that person needs massive doses of love and you could show love to the unlovely? Did you know that God specifically puts people around your life so you can show love to them? And he wants you to do that. Now, there are some activities in life that you ought to procrastinate on. There are some activities in life where procrastination is a legitimate response. And some things you gotta go, you know what? We're just not ready to do that. Let's, let's wait on that. Let's delay. Let's put it off. Let's postpone. That's okay. But there's one thing you should never, never postpone. Showing love. Because if love is the essence of life, it's the number one goal of life, it's the reason God put you on earth to learn, then love should always take priority over everything else. Showing love. Why? Because you don't know how long you're gonna have the opportunity. People die. You don't know when your number's gonna be punched. So whatever love you're gonna do, you better do it now. You better do it now. Circumstances change, kids grow up. I can't tell you how many empty nester parents have said to me, sure wish I'd spent more time with my kids before they left home. You know, in the 1972 election, George McGovern was running against Richard Nixon, and McGovern and Charles Colson were on opposite sides of the political spectrum but they both ended up with the same regrets. Chuck Colson wrote this. As I think back on my life, my biggest regret is not spending more time with my kids. Making family your top priority means going against a culture where materialism and workaholism are rampant. It means realizing that you may not advance as fast in your career as others do. It means being willing to accept a lower standard of living, knowing that you're doing it for your kids. It means giving them the emotional security that they'll draw on for the rest of their lives. And then George McGovern, one-time presidential candidate, he wrote a book about his daughter, Terry, who died in 1994. She was an alcoholic. And they found her frozen to death in a snowdrift in a drunken stupor. And after his daughter died, George McGovern poured over her diaries and contacted many of her friends, and he discovered that he hadn't been the the parent that he thought he was. 
While he was reading, spending 18 hours a day, uh, while he was reading her diaries, he, he discovered this. While he was spending 18 hours a day working for political causes, Carrie was writing in her, daddy, in her diary how much she missed her daddy. And that he probably didn't care about her anyway. McGovern's message to parents. Show more love to your kids by spending more time with them, especially as teenagers, no matter what it costs your career. That way, he said, neither of you will have regrets. And then this was very poignant quote. He said, I'd give everything I have, and I mean everything, for one more afternoon with Terry, just to let her know how much I loved her and have one more of those happy times that we used to have so infrequently. See, friends, the question is not whether we're ever going to regret living an overloaded, furiously driven life. The question is just when. I saw a book title the other day, and it caught my attention. It was a book on anorexia, and the title of the book was Starving for Attention. Starving for attention. You know anybody like that? I do. Everybody is starving for attention. Everybody is starving for attention. So what are you going to do about it? You're going to change? Are we just going to go through 40 days of love and talk about love and go, hmm, that was nice, and that's it, but not any more loving? Let me tell you my goal for 40 days of love. My goal is that I will become more loving. Because I don't know about you, but I'm fed up with the level of loving that I'm at. And when I do serious looking at my life, I can see a whole lot more of me than I like. And I know that one day I'm going to stand before God and God is going to say to me, Rick, not what did you accomplish with your life? How much money did you give away? How many people did you help? He's going to say this, uh, did you do what I put you on earth to do? Did you learn to love me more than anything else? And did you spend time with me? Because that's how you show love. And did you love, learn to love everybody else? And did you spend time with them? I, more than anything else, want to be known as a loving person. I want people to look at me and go, a little overweight, <laughs> but that guy loves. He knows how to love people. He really knows how to love people. He is a godly man. He knows how to love. I want to be that. I hope you want to be that too. I hope you're not satisfied with your shallow love because shallow love only loves people who love you. Serious, mature love says, I love people who are unlovely. I love people who don't love me. I love people who irritate me. I love people who attack me. I love the way Jesus loved. And that's what we're gonna do in this 40 days. Now, are you ready to get serious? 
I told you that each week I'm going to give you some, some um, homework. This week, I want you to take five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, you decide, every day to talk with each of your family members and to listen. Look them in the face, listen. You may need to apologize. You may need to sympathize. But spend some time with the people God has put in your life. The best use of life is love. The best expression of love is time. The best time to love is now. Let's bow our heads. Father, it's so easy to get distracted from what's most important. Knowing and, and loving you and knowing and loving those around us. Forgive us for being task-driven instead of love-driven. Forgive us for valuing things and accomplishments more than people. Now you pray. In your heart, say this. Father, thank you for this wake-up call today. I needed it. I know what matters most even when my schedule doesn't show it. And I thank you for this reminder today. I know the people who love me are a gift from you. And please forgive me for taking them for granted. Forgive me for allowing other things to crowd out my relationship to you and allowing other things to crowd out my relationship to others. Now I know, Lord, this is gonna mean making some sacrifices. But I wanna slow down and make time for loving relationships. I want to change. Jesus, you modeled real love when you sacrificed yourself for me. And I thank you for that. And I wanna love you and trust you. And I ask you to forgive me and fill me with your love. And I want to follow you in life and love. And I want to make love the primary aim of my life. In your name I pray, amen. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. If you'd like to receive Rick's free daily devotional, just go to PastorRick.com and sign up right now. You'll get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered to your inbox every day. Rick will be right back to close out our time today. But first, Jesus said, there's nothing more important than loving God and loving others. That's why Pastor Rick created the 40 Days of Love Bible Study that comes with a six-session DVD and workbook. In these sessions, Rick helps you understand how deep and wide God's love is for you and reveals how you can enjoy a happy and successful relationship with others by focusing on the spiritual principles of patience, kindness, truth, and forgiveness. This resource is perfect for a personal study, or you can invite a few friends over and do it in a small group setting. And today, when you give a gift to share the love of Jesus with people here and around the world, we'll send you Pastor Rick's 40 Days of Love Bible Study to say thanks. Get yours now and experience more fulfilling relationships as you live a life powered by the love of Jesus. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. Or just text the word HOPE 
to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thank you so much for your support. Here's Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Friends, your generosity is helping Daily Hope take the Word of God to people all across the globe, to people like Francois in Australia. Today, I want to share a letter that I received from her. She wrote, Thank you for sharing God's Word with us in a way that seems real and honest and believable and funny. (laughs) I'm very grateful for the Daily Hope messages. I've started reading my Bible again. I understand more as I keep reading. Misconceptions have been cleared away, and I'm seeing myself as a child of God, seeing others as God sees them, and marveling at God's amazing grace and unconditional love for all of us. Daily Hope has shown me how to trust God. You know, for some time now, I have adopted what you said, I'll do my best and God will do the rest. Your message helped me do this. Your openness about your own marriage and other situations and problems make me feel that the problems that my husband and I face are normal. I'm learning how to overcome these problems by making choices that God wants me to make. And then I forward your messages on to people that I know, hoping that they will listen to them too. Francois, thank you for writing. It's wonderful that you're reading the Bible again. It's wonderful that Daily Hope has helped you understand what you're reading and cleared up some of those misconceptions. And I'm glad that you're committed to your marriage and that hearing a little about the struggles that Kay and I have gone through in our marriage was helpful to you. You know, we often help each other more through our weaknesses than our strengths. I absolutely love that you're forwarding the Daily Hope messages to people you know. And I hope everybody who's listening right now is going to do just like you. It's an easy way to share your faith with the people you know, because you never know who's going to be in heaven because you cared enough to share. God bless you, everybody. If you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has blessed you, please feel free to send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.